Welcome to the Off the Fairway podcast presented by Balance and Believe. Alongside Derek Starr, General Manager and Director of Golf here at Blackhawk Country Club and the unofficial mayor of Blackhawk Country Club, Van Stout. Re-elect me and I'll take, make sure you get fresh turkeys every year. This one's going to the membership. I know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, by the turkey. way. Yeah, I said turkey. <laughs> and I'm Vance Caddy, Matt LePage. Pleasure to, <laughs> pleasure to be with you. The podcast series made possible thanks to generous donations from April Air, J.D. McCormick Properties, Middleton Ford, and Tilson Roofing. Guys, we've had a ton of fun doing these podcasts this spring and this summer uh, you know, with Andy North, Barry Alvarez, Greg Gard, Tony Granado. The newly engaged T.J. Watt, by the way, that yes. announcement coming yeah. down. Did we help with that? Uh, yeah. Well, Van Van asked the question, and, and T.J. sounded very uncomfortable. Uh, I think he was he probably purchased a big rock, <laughs> and when you purchase a big rock, and if you get the word no, you still got that rock. You uh, did you see the picture? I did. It's I didn't. a big rock. Yeah. <laughs> Things are good. He's a well, big time player. When you have a big contract, you go buy a big rock. No, that's awesome. Congratulations. So I thought maybe he would break the news to us, but somehow he, he did not do that. But one of the things that we've been doing with these podcasts is, you know, we open up and, and we ask you, Derek, you know, what's going on with Balance and Believe. And I think it's important to do a little deeper dive into what the foundation is all about. So let's just maybe square one. What is Balance and Believe and how did it all start? You know, so it, the question comes up a lot and I don't know, I, what is balance and believe? I guess it's me, you know, and it's, um, look, my dad was here for 30 years. I grew up in a great family, uh, lost my mom to cancer in 1982. That was tough on everybody here. And, you know, I think the one thing that impacted me the most was when your dad is a pro at a private club, you have a huge family. And still to this day, people come up and are like, man, your mom would be so proud and things like that. So it's, it's something you never escape. And people think then that maybe it took me down a path of alcoholism and drugs and this other stuff. And it got really dark. But it's interesting that that wasn't really what it was. It was actually kind of watching my dad kind of go through watching his wife die, you know, and then lucky enough after that, he marries Sally and, um, you know, and life went on for him. And, uh, I thought life was pretty good for me. And, you know, it, it just kind of, I got my foot stuck in the fun wheel there. And uh, when I went from Zevo with Sean Toulon to TaylorMade and then Adidas came in and bought it, you know, they fired everybody basically, but they gave us a huge severance. And when they did that, I kind of just put it in the bank and had a ton of fun and never stopped. And when I got back to uh, Minnesota, so I kind of went from Minnesota to Arizona, back to Minnesota, and again, everything there was just drink, drink, drink. And you know, in golf, that's the culture. And so I ended up in rehab, and it, it was something I wanted to do. It was a decision I made. I didn't like the life that I had. Um, and it all, it all kind of was the last party I had. I'll never forget it. I, was, I woke up in the morning. I was laying on the floor. I uh, looked at a jar of Percocet. I thought, you know, this was kind of it. I, I wanted to check out and contemplated suicide. And I, I hopped in my car in my shorts. And this true story, I left everything behind. I, I didn't go back for anything. And one of the hardest things I had to do ever is all of the friends that I had. And at the time, I thought maybe they were acquaintances. Um, but they were friends. And I ended up in rehab. Thankfully, my dad, he was probably the only one that was going to get me in there. Um, saved my life. You know, he really did. Him and Brad Bice. Brad did a wonderful job with uh, the intervention, as a lot of people know, is on the front page of the paper. Um, 
28 days in there with a lot of different people. You see a lot of different things. They break you down. They build you up. And, and I would tell you, I think it's a place for everyone. Um, I think everybody's got stuff. Mine just happened to be drugs and alcohol. Um, and Hazel didn't kind of help me put my life back together. And, and that's where I learned about the word balance. And what it meant for me was very different than what it's going to mean for Van or for you or whatever it is. I know you just went on off the grid for, for a week up to your cabin. Those are things that provide balance for you, you know. And in this day and age, sometimes just escaping is a wonderful thing. And you get out and you kind of, what, what are you going to do? Well, Brad Bice made me plow all the first choice dental lots and wash the windows. Well, you know, I mean, talk about a humbling experience. You know, your dad's running a private country club. Life's supposed to be great. Um, and here I am out there in shorts and a, and a wife beater, and I'm cleaning all the windows, making sure, you know, I'm not looking in while people are getting their teeth cleaned. Um, but that was a year where I got to just kind of think, um, who am I? What do I want to do? Uh, came up with the word happiness, and it was just put your head down, and we're going to go find that. And I ended up at Vitense um, and watching these kids kind of go through those programs over there. And I asked Joel Whites, hey, can I get involved? And I think through all the dinner table conversation really with my dad and through all of the experiences I had at Zevo on not so much how to swing a golf club, but how does a golf ball fly, right? When you're in the club manufacturing business, you got to learn how to do that. And so I learned a lot about the golf ball. I learned a lot about golf equipment. And from there, I, I was kind of different, right? I wasn't, what does your body do? I was, this is how a ball flies. This is what the club's got to do. And now your body's got to make it do it. So I was a little bit of a different teacher. And what Zevo did for me was there's no inventory of product at Zevo. Um, so you have to do demo days. That's all me and you sitting on the range, figuring out what you're going to get. So it's, it's really just you sitting there selling product for other pros. And I got lessons from every single pro up there in Minnesota, North, South Dakota. That was my territory. Um, so I learned a lot from those guys and it turned out that, you know, the first 30 years of my life with my dad probably wasn't great. I mean, it's a lot of years I'd love to get back. Um, but the dinner table conversation and him sending me over to see Tiz and, you know, you know, stuff with Jim Gogger, Jim Schumann, Tiz, Jim Flick. We went and did some stuff with him. Everything that I was learning kind of paid off. And but I was going to be very different. And what I was going to be different in is there's so many good instructors in the state of Wisconsin all over the country. I did not want to be that. I, I didn't want to be a Pez dispenser. I always used to say, Pez go in, Pez come out. I, that wasn't what I wanted to be. I wanted it to be meaningful. I wanted people that were going to come to see me, which at the time were just juniors, um, that they were going to be safe and that we were going to talk about really difficult topics. How are things at home? Uh, how are things at school? Are you hanging around with the right people? Are you doing drugs and, you know, and, and things like that. And, and that's when we started to kind of come up with the balance part. And I soon found out that when you teach golf, if you can get them in balance, the hardest thing to do is make them believe, um, you know, so, and you can't do it in my opinion, unless you can kind of put them together in balance. So we came up with balance and believe, and it was really a performance philosophy. That was the key performance philosophy. And the piece that I thought we were missing for the balance for the kids was the give. And that's where the foundation comes in. And so my wife and I were sitting around in an apartment with a dog and a baby looking at each other, kind of going, what the hell we get ourselves into here. And we started just talking about, you know, I think we can impact kids. And I think we decided we are never going to have a lot of money. 
We weren't interested in being rich because we had watched what money had done to other people. And we were going to get rich in relationships. And so that was what our entire life was going to be about. And that gave us balance and believe the academy and the performance philosophy. Then it gave us balance and believe the foundation, which is, you know, what this podcast is all about right now. So it's really about the journey that I had that created a philosophy to hopefully help people get a little bit better at life. And I know that sounds like, well, who's this guy? He's not an expert in life, but friends like yourself and Van and all the other people, we have so many life experiences that we can draw from here at Blackhawk, which was cool that, you know, seven years ago, they were like, hey, you interested in teaching up here? And I was like, whoa, you know, you sure? I mean, I used to put the carts in neutral out here and try to jump the bunkers, you know. So I was surprised that they wanted me back. It was a little bit rough in the beginning because I wasn't in the PGA, but I was kind of dead set on making this academy work and, and making a difference. If the kids played good, great. But if they became better people, I thought that was a way better way to go about it. So when they come back and they're like, oh, man, I shot 99, I never cared. I never even asked them what they shot. And quite frankly, if you think about it, unless Van puts his – what he shot in the metros, nobody's calling him. Saying, On a regular basis, semi. No, no, it's semi. semi right? But. You know, I mean, cheater's corner. I mean, exactly. you got to put it in there. <laughs> Bigger racers. You know? So, you know, and then with the help of you guys, is it, to me, it really is just one big family where we are trying to help everybody if we can, because if somebody has cancer, we have plenty of doctors that they can talk to. If somebody's struggling with drugs, maybe I can jump in there. And, and the one thing for me is I don't care where they go to school. Right, because as far as I know, history at lacrosse is the same as history at Wisconsin. And I know when parents hate it when I say that, but if you choose to be a part of what we do at Blackhawk, I promise you somebody here is going to get you a job. And we have plenty of examples of kids that have come through our program that have gone on to do wonderful things that come back to be members. So this whole thing, the Balance and Believe Foundation, the Balance and Believe podcast, not only is it good for me, I think it's really good for all of our students. I think it's really good for all of our sponsors. But I also think it's really good for Blackhawk because I think it separates us, you know, in the private country club scheme of things on what, what do you do and what can our members be prideful of. And, and I hope that when they hear my story, they listen to what we're doing here today, that uh, they get a pretty good idea that Blackhawk's going to be very different because they got me. And maybe someday they'll say, you know, we've had enough of that. But... It's it it has a golf centric theme, and there's nothing wrong with that. We all love the game, uh, but what if my son or my daughter is a soccer player, or a football player, or a basketball player, or they just want to be better academically in school? Can they? And how do they go about being a part of the Balance and Believe Foundation? I mean, do they just call you? Hey, Derek, I might need your help. I might need your help. It could be in the classroom. It could be on the gridiron. It could be on the ice. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not sports-specific. You know, yeah. this, this is something for everybody. And sure, it might be strange that somebody calls me up and says, hey, my kid's playing soccer, and maybe they have something wrong with grades or whatever. Look, you're going to get me, and hopefully in some way, somehow, I'm going to inspire you with my story, and then I'm going to motivate you to just be a little bit better, and I promise you I'll be able to find somebody for them to talk to so that maybe they can get on a better path with life, and that, that really is what it is. I mean, if you're driving around right now, I mean, I, I don't know really what's going on, but it does seem to me like people are kind of mean. You know, they're, they're edgy. <laughs> Well, they are, right? We've just came out of this pandemic. I mean, people had to go back to work. There might have even been a thought nobody was going to have to work again. Um, 
And so I really think like what we're doing is a is even a bigger deal today than it was yesterday, just because we're trying to put America back together again, and hopefully we can play a role in that somehow, some way. So you know, you can just go to balanceofbelief.com and you can read the things that we do. You can see the things that we get involved in, and just remember that when we raise money here. We don't just write checks to people. We want them to research what they're going to get involved in. We want them to go and, be, you know, if there's a dinner or if there's something like at a river food pantry that they can get involved with or sit here and talk to other kids about mental health awareness, if we get one kid out of that whole deal with depression and anxiety and everything that is just really on our plate right now as Americans, I just really hope that people can look at us and say, hey, Maybe my kid's not a golfer. Maybe my wife's not a golfer. Maybe my husband's not a golfer. But maybe Blackhawk's a place that we should think about to do some stuff with our family and come out and have some fun with everything that we have going on. And sure, we try to blend it in, you know, and, and it is. How do you define what balance and believe is? And, and, and it just is about, you know, what can we do to provide some balance in your life and can we make you believe in yourself a little bit more? But I think there's another aspect, too, that, you know, you mentioned Christina. And that's an integral part of it as well in terms of being physically fit, both mentally fit. And those are things that also can add to one's life experiences, correct? Yeah. So when we look at balance and believe, we refer to it as component training. And every single person that goes through it is they're going to develop themselves. Your components are different than mine, oh, clearly. Yes. yes. You know, mats are different I didn't than know mine. I had any components, but that's okay. <laughs> but what we're going to try to give you a list of 25, 30, 40 different things that you might want to evaluate, you know, from nutrition to fitness to how you're doing, you know, mentally. How's anxiety? You know, are you taking medication right now? Maybe there's a different route to go about it. Are uh, you getting out for a walk? Do you like where you work? You know, I, and teaching people that, you know, life is is really what you choose to make it. But really, so many people are just eight to five. They're not very happy, you know, and then that kind of spirals down into if they have kids and different things like that. So look, figure out what it is that makes you happy and go for it. And whatever that is, you know, if you go home and you want to throw the ball with Arnie and that makes you feel good, man, put it on the list and make sure that it happens. It may seem seem somewhat trivial, but that's something that makes Van feel good. So we're going to help you uncover that, and then we're going to help you try to build the best version of yourself. You've touched on it here a little bit about how the foundation fits in, and and you've talked about it in some of our other podcasts and how smart some of these young boys and girls are and and the the ideas that they have, right? Yeah, you know, and I hate to say this, but, you know, my my daughter was sitting there and we're watching the presidential election and she looks to me and she goes, these are my choices? You know, and I was kind of like, whoa, you know, she's 12 years old and she's like, man, don't we have, there's a lot of people out there, you know, or whatever. So they are alert. You know, they get information at a much faster pace than I ever got it before. Um, and, and they know what to look for on the internet too. So it's just changed. I mean, everything is at their fingertips. They come up with ideas that I've never heard of before. And, you know, so our, our goal is to say, look, we're going to do everything we can. Matt's going to show up. Van's going to show up. We're going to get some guests in here. We're going to try to get some sponsors to raise some money so that you guys can make a better future for yourself. But we want you to make the decisions. We're not going to say, hey, this is what we think is the best for you, because quite frankly, they're looking around right now going, what is going on? Um, And it's weird for a 12-year-old to say that, but a 12-year-old right now, in my opinion, is more like an 18-year-old, like when in the 80s when I was 18. I didn't have any of the information or access to the information at the rate they can get it. So they're just wicked smart, and, and they get together, and they talk about these things. And, 
and they know when people are hurting. You know, they you know they know when we give rent relief when they find out a friend of theirs maybe parents lost a job during the pandemic and they're like, we need to pay a mortgage over there or something. They're very keen on what is going on, and you know, like, whoa. I mean, scratch your head a little bit, but you know, and, and that's what this is all about. So when members at Blackhawk see the rocks on five, or when members see out here, there's a tent for mental health. Where that's not me, and that's not the adults. That's the kids saying, "Hey." We're paying attention, we're listening, we got some ideas, and we'd really like to be heard, and because of the Balance and Believe Foundation, everything kind of takes money. Um, they have an avenue to now do some of that. One of our members' sons is a very good hockey player, uh, an aspiring golfer to boot, and he was telling me a story the other night that uh, his son was so stoked. That they had the junior program out here, and they were playing the the nine holes or whatever it is, and the young man didn't even care about his score. He was so excited to tell his dad that we raise money that we're going to give to needy families. And to have a 10-year-old or an 11-year-old think in those terms, because I can remember barely going back to 10 or 11 years young, I wasn't thinking in, in, in situations like that. And to have that person who's coming through the junior program here and to understand all of the facets that you are imparting to these young people in terms of the balance and the belief in their own lives, and to hear this kid tell his dad it was better for them to be able to give back than it was for him to report his score to his dad. It was like, holy smokes. Yeah, and that was a really cool day on the range. We put a bunch of nets and targets up there, and we said, okay, every time you get it in one of those circles, is 10 bucks for the Carbone Cancer Center. And kids were flying them in there left and right, and then I had all my instructors go up there, and we didn't make any. Right. Go figure that one. We're teaching them how to do it. We can't do it ourselves. And, you know, he's good. Dawson Conifer is who you're talking about. And that kid can really play. And afterwards, I mean, Mark came up to me the other night when we were having dinner. He goes, I just want you to know all the way up to the lake house. All Dawson was talking about mm-hmm. is how we raised, raised some money to help with cancer research. I mean, it gets you teary a little right. bit, right? Yeah. Because you're out there teaching golf. You think you're doing good things. And then when that happens, I actually had a kid show up the other day. They passed their level. They made $10. Their parents give them $10 every week for allowance. They gave the $10 on top of it so it could be 20 So we're teaching kids, you know, you got to give to get. You know, this day and age, kids are walking around with their hands out. You know, hey, they won't ride their bike to come to a lesson right now, right? Schnarr would be like, hey, put the clubs on your back. You're going down. You figure it out. Well, it was raining. Oh, well, hey, the brakes might not work so good on that 10-speed, but figure it out, right? That doesn't really happen right now, and it's actually gotten to the point where if the parents don't drive the kids, it's like they're bad parents or something. It's, it's just gotten a little bit crazy. We sit there, scratch our heads. You know, what's next? Do we tackle this? Is it my generation that's responsible to make these kids understand it's not a free lunch? Um, we're doing a pretty good job of it right now. We'll continue to do it, but we have to be sensitive mm-hmm. to it with the environment right now. Um, cause we're a little bit different, you know, Hey, can we take a cart down to the range? No, you walk, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, what do you mean? And I, I saw the middle finger on the way down the path, you know, I'm watching always. You tell Vance always walking though. He'll yeah, walk 36 walk on Saturday, 36 okay. on Sunday. Well, it's not great when Vans walking and they look at him. They're like, do we look like that? <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> You know, it's not a great wow. example, but is, where's the bullseye? <laughs> I mean, it's just a continuous exactly. roast. There you go. There you go. Uh, it, it's it's awesome though because it's the, you're kind of touching on the ultimate goals of balance and believe. Because in a time where it's a, it's a lot of hey, what can you do for me today? This is role reversal. This is a you know twelve to eighteen year olds or whatever the, the age yeah. group we're talking about. It's yeah, they're going to get something out of it. 
but they're giving a lot to it as well. They are, you know, and the interesting part about it for me, and I really hope everybody that has been successful and donates to other charities, look, we're just kind of like a third party. We're not saying if you want to donate a bunch of money to Carbone, maybe go through us because not only are you giving a gift to Carbone, but you're giving a gift to that kid to give a gift. And that's the most powerful part, you know. So if there was any message from me to potential donors or sponsors out there is, look, we don't take any of the money. Nobody gets paid in our foundation. Every Everything passes right through. We'll give some scholarships coming up here at the Sherry Steinhauer Invitational. We give a $10,000 scholarship this year. It's for Lauren Shorter. Here's Lauren Shorter. What a story. I mean, in high school, she came to me. She said, hey, I want to play college golf. She wasn't good enough at the time to do it. She worked her fanny off. She ends up getting a scholarship to go to Green Bay. She kind of tears her meniscus. Kind of the same story with Charlie Danielson. It's never going to be okay. That girl went to practice every day for three years. We finally got something that took down there. She got something from a cadaver, however it works. And we're going to do a scholarship in her name for ten grand, so that kids understand, look, you're going to face adversity and you're going to face challenges. In this day and age, the snowplow parents, I call them, just plowing down all the obstacles all the time so that the kids never face adversity. Right now, when you watch them in life and you watch them on the golf course, that's what they're missing. They don't have enough challenges in their life. So when they do make a triple bogey or, or they do hit it out of bounds, when they react, you're like, we need to somehow provide more challenges for that person. And those are the things that I hope we can do here um, is show them that. But then at the end, be like, hey, if we can keep raising money, we're going to keep showing these kids. You work hard. You shoot some low scores. You do what we think is the right thing to do because golf's the ultimate sport, right? I mean, you're out there by yourself. I mean, if you choose to move your ball or something like that, that's integrity. You know, it, it's just it, it exposes you. I tell Van all the time. People say it builds character. I actually think it reveals character. Yeah, I like that. You line. know, yep. it's, and when that happens, now we're really getting somewhere. And when people go to work out with my wife, when these kids are so tired. And she's like, 10 more crunches. You can ask them anything, and you can get right down to the dirt of them, right? When they're just hitting balls with me, they're usually so mad it's going crooked that they're not going to tell me what's going on at home or with a girlfriend or something like that. But I'll get home at night, and they'll, she'll tell me everything about what went on. And, and that helps us. You know, Humpty Dumpty falls off the wall. we got to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And, and that's kind of what we do. And all of our instructors and everybody on the advisory board knows our motivation, knows what we're trying to do, and we're just going to keep doing what we can to raise as much money possible to provide this platform for these kids to make a difference in their own lives. I think it's been it's been so much fun the support that we've had from the sponsors, the folks who've come out, you know, Barry, Greg, Coach Guard, Coach Granado, Tony Granado, Andy. I mean, the, the enthusiasm of those folks knowing what this is about. Yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't think twice. You got quick answers every time the the invite was issued, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty cool, and I, I couldn't be more thankful. You know, I'm on 16 years of sobriety. I never thought we'd be able to pull myself out of the abyss and sit here with you guys and say, man, we've raised a lot of money. We've changed and impacted a lot of lives, and I couldn't be more thankful for mine. I, I can tell you I didn't think I'd get married. I didn't think I'd have kids. I sure as hell didn't think I'd end up at Blackhawk Country Club, man, after what I did here in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I'm glad people maybe forgot now. I don't, I don't know, but it, it's been a really cool run. It's... People ask me all the time, do you think about drinking? And you think, 
no, man, I'm so high on life with everything we got going on. And, you know, I, I don't sleep much. I'm about four hours a night and I'll come up with more ideas. And um, I see the text, you know, <laughs> wow, he's up at this time. He's texting me again. You know, you know, when I'm on a bike at in a, or whatever at Harbor and I'm like, is that Matt LePay? I, I want to start a podcast. I called Matt, you know, called Van the next day and lo and behold, here we are. But, you know, it's uh, it, it it is very humbling. Uh, to have everybody come here and do these podcasts. It's very cool to see our members show up and do it. And, you know, tonight we're going to have another great night uh, with Andy North, two-time U.S. Open champion, but very tied into Carbone. And, you know, maybe we'll get a little Aaron Rodgers story out of him. I don't know. Um, we're going to try. We're, we're going to try. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the fact that we get to sit here and laugh and, and be friends and talk about real topics and, and stuff like that, man, it's, it, I, I really don't want to live another way. So I hope Blackhawk lets me stay for a while. I think that's going to happen. I think it we'll will. See. Yeah, and, and real quick, too, about this guy. He brought it up at Harbor. And I think, okay, fine. I mean, it's a great idea. And I figured it would just kind of float float away into no, space. No. And within, like, one day, uh, the wheels were turning. Vans, oh, I'm on the phone with Van. I'm on the phone with you. So you're a doer. You're not a, you're, you don't talk about it. You are about it. So uh, congrats to you and Christina what, yes, you, yes. what you have done. The Off the Fairway podcast presented by Balance and Believe, all made possible. Again, thanks to donations from great folks, including April Air, J.D. McCormick Properties, Middleton Ford, and Tilson roofing we thank you for checking us out we invite you to keep checking as uh, we have podcasts throughout the summer and if you haven't had a chance to check out some of the earlier ones they're on the podcast page on balanceandbelieve.com and uh, come on out to blackhawk absolutely for, for Derek and van i'm matt we'll talk to you next time good voila stop it stop it